So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. It's never good news when you have to go on live like this at all. I am Kev Kelm. That is Rick Uccino. This is Sports Key to Wrestling with breaking news. WWE has released several major names, including a former WWE world champion. We're coming to you live on Facebook and YouTube. If you're with us for the first time, don't forget to uh, subscribe and like. And I could get into all these things, but these are sad, depressing stories that we're going live with. Uh, tip of the cap to our uh, compatriots down the, down the road at Fightful.com for breaking this story. It was alluded to earlier this week that several WWE cuts would be coming through. Now, would this affect the locker room that we see on television? We didn't know. Uh, but Fightful was saying at the time that they would not reveal any names they believe that could be released until they were informed. It was just reported at that time. Now, the, this news is confirmed, and it is quite sad. Sound off in the comments. Let us know what you think. Rick, who got, unfortunately, let go by WWE today? Uh, yeah, again, great work by uh, Sean Rossap. He, he's always all over this stuff, uh, and it wasn't long after the WWE confirmed uh, the releases. And some some absolutely just shocking names here. Braun Strowman. Uh, Alistair Black, who we just saw return to television. Uh, Lana, one of the hardest working performers in the entire company. Buddy Murphy, Ruby Riot, and Santana Garrett uh, are the confirmed releases so far. We've had uh, other people uh, reporting, uh, Wrestling Observer reporting, that more may be on the way. And of course, this is just off the heels of of what happened uh, on April fifteenth, when when so many other uh, talents got let go. And again, mm-hmm. it's the it's the same old adage of. Of budget cuts, and this is just the latest of uh, you know these the series of cuts, both on-screen talent, uh, backstage talent, people in the PR department. There was just another major shakeup in the in the front office, and it's it's always the same thing. Well, we got to cut the budget. We got to cut the budget. We got to cut the budget, and it's it's just sitting here going, okay, what the hell is going on? Why are you guys trimming the fat? And not even that there was like. And I hate saying that term because all of these people are talented and all of them brought something to the table. So what the hell are you doing? Why do you feel like you have to cut this much money from your budget when you just had your most profitable year Mm -hmm. ever? It's mind boggling. It's insane to me uh, what is going on right now. And none of these, none of these really make a whole lot of sense um, considering the talent that they have. Braun Strowman is the the one that shocks me the absolute most. This is a guy who won the Universal Championship at last year's WrestleMania. He beat Shane McMahon in a very, very entertaining cage match at this year's WrestleMania. It was a few months ago. It was in front of 25,000 people. He he is the quintessential WWE employee. He fits Vince McMahon's mold of a superstar to a T. They spent years developing this guy. He got in the best shape of his life. You used him in a promo last week to promote that you guys were going back out on the road. He's gone. What? Uh, What are we doing? 
it, there's there's uh, people run into the hills with different ideas about what is going on right now. Uh, and other people who are joining us live, if you're with us live or you're watching on demand or you're listening, because you guys will be getting this in our podcast feeds as well, let us know what you think. Uh, hit us up on social media. Uh, let us know your feelings. I know a lot of people are going to be upset, and we're just going to let you guys go off about it. It's fine. It's oh, part I'm of the process. About it. <laughs> you, so you see, Rick, you seem uh, really riled up here about this. I mean, this is this is. A, you know, I'm riled up. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to use the line from Clerks here. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. No. I started no. my vacation today, a vacation I haven't had in years. I'm supposed to be on a golf course somewhere, but of course it's freaking. You already got your golf shirt on. You already have yes. your, your, your rep. Yes. You're rep I wrestling golf shirt on. I'm supposed to be on a ninth green somewhere right now, but between the rain that's going on in Cincinnati right now and this BS, I I'm here today venting because this is, this is utterly ridiculous. Uh, it, it makes no sense, man. It makes no sense. We could break down each one of them one by one yeah. uh, and talk about them, which I'm sure we're going to. But, uh, man, this is. But this, uh, Bra Braun, this, is the, Braun definitely is the most surprising of these picks to a degree because, as you mentioned, he fits that mold that WWE likes. A larger-than-life personality. Someone you can see from a mile away that just pops off the screen, right? Uh, he passes that airport test. You see him, yeah. and you're like, oh, that guy's got to be a wrestler, right? Uh, other people chiming in. Mary saying uh, WWE has lost their minds. Uh, Benjamin Crimble saying, I think it just dumb. WWE going belly up. No, they are not. They are not going They're belly not. up. This, this is a budgetary reason. We heard these are budgetary cuts. Uh, but They're WWE has had loads of cash. They just got $2 billion for their network. They ain't hurting for money. This is... Something else is in the works here, and you've got a lot of credible reporters out there right now who are not reporting anything. Let me stress that. Nothing mm -hmm. is being officially reported, but I have seen so many people mention the fact that WWE might be up for sale because that's the only thing that makes sense at this point is this massive restructuring to make the business look as good and as in the red uh, or is it in the black? Whichever one it is, whichever one's the positive one, as much as you want to be in the black, you want to be in the black. So they want this to be in the black as much as possible. So whomever comes along and and gives Vince that that blank check, he fills it out, and they go, yeah, all right, let's do that. And I think they're just trying to make this look as profitable as possible. That mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Again, nobody's reporting that. Nobody's saying well, this is what's well, going now, but it's the only thing that makes sense. We'll get to that theory. We'll get to that theory because that, like, once again, a theory isn't news, by the way, everyone. I, maybe that's a very 2020 thing that everyone's okay with is if enough people say it on the internet, it must be news, right? It must be factual. It isn't. Uh, there is no WWE source that has gone on record saying that the company is up for sale. None. All right. So yep. let's squash that right away. Is it a widespread talking point right now in the business? Yes. No different than... Uh, why, why, why does this wrestler do this move that no one likes? Same stuff like that. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, you, you cannot put it in the line of fact. So we want to get ahead of people who uh, rush to that conclusion. Uh, cause we're not rushing to it, but definitely yeah. there's something going on here and, and we want to know what's going on here. Let's get into other cuts. Braun Strowman, huge cut. Alistair Black, very, very surprising uh, release here. Came to the company as Tommy End, a hot prospect off the independence, a former NXT champion, uh, was a big part of that brand surge and getting them on USA Network. Made the jump over to Monday at Raw. 
uh, was on the uh, shelf for a long, long time. Big, bit, bit a better part of the last year. Uh, been featured in several different matches. Had a, a, a very good entrance. Big entrance in WWE is a big thing that, that stands out. Uh, and recently had even a, a wealth of production put behind new vignettes he was doing as this dark father character. He was going to introduce this mysterious, ominous force around him and get even more occultish. And, and uh, WWE spent time with it. They literally just reintroduced him on television. Uh, in the ring outside of the vignettes just a few weeks ago, building to a match with Big E. Some big things were planned for him, and out of nowhere, he's gone. He's already gone yeah. on record saying that this move, he he, he isn't saying any any uh, specific feelings. He thanked WWE, he thanked the fans for letting me share a bit of who I am, um, and he was surprised by this, and he described it as coming out of left field. Um, that is a sh- That's another just shock. These are very, very shocking releases. Right now. They, they, look, they didn't do anything with Aleister Black for months. He got... He had that feud with with Kevin Owens. They he gets drafted over to SmackDown in October mm-hmm. and then completely disappears. Now there was speculation that obviously what was going on with Zelina had something to do with that. Injuries had something to do with that. Mm-hmm. None of this was ever officially, you know, put out there, but those were the theories of why he was taken off TV. He comes back, they give him these vignettes, uh, obviously put a lot into the production of this, obviously had big plans for him. He comes out, he costs Big E the Intercontinental Championship, and then it was very odd they didn't follow up on it the week after. And there was a report that they were going to let this breathe for a little. Maybe now we know why they were going to let it breathe for a little, because Alistair Black today, after they just brought him back to television, finds himself now on the unemployment line. It, it This is one of those ones that makes no sense and screams to me last minute decision, because why would you put all this time and effort into bringing him back on television, get him in there, cost Big E the title and then say, Good luck. We'll, we'll, good luck with your future. And this wasn't like little vignettes or anything like this. These ran nope. for weeks on television. Weeks. And it makes you think, was there something else going on? Did he have some type of injury? Was there some other issue? With some of these people, was there an issue? Was there an issue with their contract? Um, so that's a major name that's released. And also somebody that people had a lot of hopes for in this company. Yes. He, he this, could do a lot of different guy. things. This is another one of those guys. He got brought up from NXT, all the hope in the world. They they put him in that tag team with with Ricochet. He barely lost a match for the for a year, but he they never did anything with him. They just another guy. They completely just dropped the ball with and didn't have any kind of momentum built up. So yeah, when it comes time to do something like this that you believe that you have to do, you look at a guy like Alistair Black who has all the potential in the world and sit there and go, well, what has he done? Well, he hasn't done much, but whose fault is that? Because it sure as hell ain't his. It's mind-boggling so many of these names just mind-boggling yeah uh very surprising john thomas checking in saying stroman maybe a japan not after compete is over we'll get into when that non-compete comes up here if they if we these line up the way they've lined up in the back in the back here uh anapalm texting in here saying alistair black seriously question mark just people are shocked by this uh, why Alistair Black and other people rushing the idea? Oh, Vince McMahon needs to retire. We don't know if Vince McMahon made these cuts. I don't think that that's that's too on the surface. I don't. That isn't clear. I mean, um, he's the one that has his finger on on the trigger for everything in the company. True, but I, I, I sometimes I just don't think it's that simple. It, it's not that simple. This is too big of a company sometimes. Uh, Alistair could have helped Raw with the ratings if that is ever possible. Yes, it is possible. Never right off. Alistair the show Black like could have helped WWE a lot, a lot. Over the past, over the future, this is a guy, this is one of those guys that the fans saw more Mm -hmm. than clearly the WWE did. And it's a a damn shame. Uh, 
Uh, continue to tell us what you think here. Uh, Buddy Murphy, surprising release. Now, he has not been featured uh, prominently on television, but had a lot of television time in 2020 on both Monday at Raw and SmackDown. Was a pivotal supporting character to Seth Rollins in the ongoing Rey Mysterio angle, but stretched from Raw to SmackDown over the course of like eight or nine months during the pandemic. And he played a major, major part in that. Former Cruiserweight champion. Uh, had a lot of possible ceiling with him. I didn't think they reached it yet. Uh, they did ice him for a while. Didn't know if that was an injury issue. Very upset that they let him go. I think this one, and because uh, there was a report, hang on, I'm trying to figure out who was the one who said it. I believe it was uh, Andrew Zarian uh, is the report that said some of these names were people who were looking to get released. Okay. That, one, that one to me screams uh, Buddy Murphy. is a guy who they have not been doing anything with ever since they quietly broke up him and Aaliyah Mysterio the second Seth Rollins went on paternity leave Murphy was gone we didn't see him until mm -hmm. Rollins came back and then he inexplicably tried to get back with Rollins and Rollins told him to you know GTFO and then we still haven't really seen him so this is a guy who is has kind of clearly been upset with how his booking has been and he's kind mm -hmm. of verbalized that on social media he's talked about how he's not happy with what he's doing right now so if Andrew's report is correct that some of these guys asked uh, to be released. It, it, he's definitely the one of them, and that makes the most sense. But again, this is another guy that WWE inexplicably didn't do anything with, and I, I don't get it because we've seen the guy wrestle. The guy is insanely talented. It's just they continue to trot out some of these same people that we see every week, and you have guys like Aleister Black, like Buddy Murphy, like you know uh, uh, somebody else who was on the list whose uh, name's escaping me right now that could freshen things up. And we, nope, we're going to, we're going to decide to let him go instead of sitting him on the bench. Another upsetting release here. Uh, I know that'll upset a lot of people, especially the more casual fan, the more fan that came in from the total diva wave. Uh, she has a lot of followers online on social media. She was definitely one of those people that it took advantage of social media and made it something uh, came into WWE as a more of a managerial character with her would be husband in the future. Rusev now Miro and AEW is Lana. Lana recently signed a deal with WWE as well, I believe within the last year and a half. A pretty yeah. lucrative one, uh, a five-year deal, uh, which was pretty, pretty lucrative. Uh, she was pulling some good numbers on the side with social media. There was that third-party contract debate and that kind of squashing things. She was making a lot of money doing that on the side as well, uh, but definitely put in the work recently to become a real, full-fledged, legitimate performer in the ring for WWE uh, in the ring, bell to bell, as a wrestler. Uh, she has been released. This is a surprising one. This, I feel so bad for her. I really do. Because she gets a lot of crap uh, from, you know, WWE Universe about people just jumping on her saying that, you know, she's not good and, you know, she has no uh, business being in a wrestling ring. And that's just total crap. You could see uh, that she has one of the most improved superstars in the entire uh, company. She put in the work, man, every single day, just tried to be better, put herself out there, did whatever the company asked her to do. She was more of an entertainer than a wrestler. But again, she really wanted to prove herself, wanted to prove her merit in the ring. And if you watched her whenever she got an opportunity, it was plain as day how much work that she was putting into this. And now all of a sudden you put her in a tag team with Naomi. Mm -hmm. They get a couple of title shots. One of them lasted all of two minutes. Her, her screen time was getting less and less. And then again, they decide to just say, okay, she's not worth keeping around. And maybe it did come down to the fact that she signed that big uh, lucrative deal. She signed that last year at the same time that they were trying to re-sign uh, Miro. 
uh, her husband. They were trying to re-sign him. He wasn't happy with what they had him doing. She re-signed. He did not. He ended up being in the releases last year because they couldn't come to terms on a new contract. And now we see where he is now and everything that's going great for him. So maybe Lana's not far behind, but my goodness, man, this one, I, I hate to see hardworking people go. I think that's the main point. It isn't so much like, I think the idea of just rushing to, you know, throwing your middle finger at the logo of a company. It's fine. You know, I, I, I think that doesn't do anything. What I think you should do is uh, get ready to see these people at an independent wrestling event near you and get in and that that isn't just oh they're going to go to AEW because guess what not all these people are going to go to AEW is full guys. they're very very full uh and also i would tell you i don't think the opportunities are there for everyone right now in japan uh, and japan is not in a rush to open up either so uh get ready to see these people on the independent circuit bumping grinding in auditoriums playing to 500 playing to 300 400 people uh and some of these people are going to prove their worth in that regard uh some of these people are going to be a part of a gcw show i'd be very very surprised if you didn't see some of these people involved on one of those high level independents uh i, I work at aaw i know you're involved with independent wrestling yeah let's put a little bit of a positive spin some big players have hit the market here yes uh and so and, and, and in the next 90 days they will yes in the next 90 days now they may be able to appear here uh, it's worth noting here before we get into the other names, most WWE releases that we hear about and we cover regularly uh, tend to, if you're on the main roster, not so much NXT. NXT tends to have a 30-day non-compete clause. Uh, they usually have a 90-day non-compete clause. Now, dealing with pro promoters that I've talked to, okay, uh, you can bring these people in for a live event and you can have them wrestle at the live event and do autographs and different things like that. So you can do um, you know, different things. And they can have matches. Uh, what they can't do is they cannot appear on a purchasable pay-per-view type event or a digital distributed event uh, or any type of like they can be on the show. They just can't be on the stream itself within that 90 day period. All right. Uh, so what that does here is it's going to uh, allow some of these people to hit the road into the summer, near the end of the summer. I've already seen some people rush to the conclusion of the date of this would allow these people to all hit the market the weekend of All Elite Wrestling's all-out event in Chicago on Labor Day weekend. Uh, so it would put them in that time frame to be ready to go by the end of August. Uh, and mind you, WWE did some releases a while ago, which included that batch with Samoa Joe. Those names, those names are up in July. Uh, so very, very surprising here, especially as WWE was going to be hitting the road again uh, with Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, and on top of it, house shows uh, a big reason that we heard the releases were in the initial wave of the pandemic when you had a lot of people let go like right after wrestlemania it was very very sad was there was no house shows so a lot of these people were going to be a part of the house show circuit that wwe likes to fill out that doesn't really exist it's going to exist again uh but what is it going to be is it going to be completely different you and i've heard it will be a very different thing you know uh very very surprising very very sad news here uh, another name released uh, a veteran of the chicago independent wrestling scene wrestled uh, as Heidi Lovelace uh, and then made her way into WWE as Ruby Riot. Uh, one half of the Riot Squad has been released by the WWE. This is the one that pisses me off the most, I think. And and pardon my language, if, if I can't, you know, if I can't hold back here, but I have been beating the drum for the Riot Squad uh, for a while now to get any kind of significant push, any kind of you know, meaningful TV time. And for whatever reason, man, they mm -hmm. just 
are not doing it. They are not. They, well, now they can't, but they never did it. This was the longest tenured women's tag team that they had. And again, just over and over refused, absolutely refused uh, to to use them in any kind of meaningful way. This is somebody who is extremely talented in Ruby Riot, who had this partnership with Liv Morgan. And my God, man, I don't I don't know. I can't even think about how I want to how I want to put this into terms. But I mean, think about what this does for the women's tag team division. You just lost your longest tenured tag team. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but Lana and Naomi are also no longer anything. So who are your women's tag teams on the main roster? You have Natty and Tamina. Are Nia and Shayna even a thing still? I don't know. It looks like Shayna is is getting going to mix it up with Alexa Bliss. We have two. Two, right? You have Mandy and Dana and, and Natty and Tamina. That's your entire main roster women's division. What are we doing? You created these championships, and then you have literally dismantled every single team that you have in the division, and then... Instead of using your your NXT teams, mm -hmm. you give NXT their own titles. None of this makes any sense. There is no plan here. It is clear that there is no plan here. They are flying by the seat of their pants with some of these things. You've now trimmed down your SmackDown women's roster in its entirety down to seven active competitors, mm -hmm. including two of them who are your tag team champions. So you now have five singles competitors, at least we hope, God forbid there's any more uh, releases that come down today. But Ruby Riot is, is mind-boggling. All of the members of the Riot Squad, all, all five of them, or excuse me, all five of them, all three of them were extremely talented. Now we have one left in Liv Morgan. Hopefully there's something great on the horizon for her because if they let her go, I'm going to throw something. I might throw this microphone through, the, through my computer screen right now. That's how upset I would be. But this one is one of the ones that does not make any sense whatsoever. You can use Ruby Riot. You need Ruby Riot. There is a reason to have Ruby Riot on your roster, and you let her go. All of that was a jumbled mess. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm trying to compile my thoughts here, and it's just not coming out um, of my mouth the, the way I want it to. Fans asking now, where do these people go? I mentioned the independents are going to benefit from this. I think you'll see these people on independent shows before you see them on a televised wrestling company for the most part. Uh, and it isn't to say that, guess what, guys? I, there isn't the roster spots there for everyone. Everyone, Not all these people are going to pop over in AEW. AEW, doesn't, I don't think, has the bandwidth right now to bring in a bunch of these names. Uh, and uh, this isn't like Japan right now is in a position like that. When they're talking to WWE, a lot of people think that's more of a financial measure for them to keep that company going as they've endured some very, very hard times. Yeah. Uh, Kev, why don't we uh, come back and, uh, and reset here? Because I've noticed we got a lot more people who have started who have poured in uh, in the last minute. I know we've run down uh, sure. a few of these names. Why don't you run down the entire list and uh, we'll uh, get some comments. I, here. I, I know I, I'm uh, told there may have been a tech issue. Some of you guys may have gotten this stream blipped up twice. Uh, so, so we may have had a, a bunch of people jump onto the stream live and it may have knocked us off. And we pop back on. I'm not exactly clear about that. I'm getting word from Jose G off uh, stream about that. So if you're just joining us, uh, sad news to report today, fightful.com tip of the cap. Once again, to Sean Ross Sapp and his team there, WWE has officially released the following names, Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Ruby Riot, Lana, Santana Garrett, and Buddy Murphy. Uh, we do not know if more names will be added to this. Those names were confirmed by WWE on their website today. Uh, this news of cuts was expected. This follows news last week of more than 35 jobs being uh, eliminated at the company 
uh, in what was called as budget cuts and redundancy, meaning they had like an entire graphics department for social media and a graphics department for another department. So they just kind of merged everything together and streamlined stuff. Some people may see this as another maneuver to do that with their actually on-screen talent. Uh, some of these are, as we mentioned, surprising. You have several former champions in here. You have several people that were decorated champions and had a high uh, ceiling on them that just hadn't been capitalized on just yet. Uh, and specifically with Strowman, you had a guy who was main event player. You know, he was he was doing WrestleMania main events and holding world titles and being the main guy in your number one show in the summer of 2020. And here he is heading into the summer of 2021. Yeah, man. And again, you know, for, for those of us who are just joining, we have over, you know, 200 uh, some odd people who are with us right now. We really, really appreciate you guys uh, uh, joining us and, here. And on, on this we get it. It's a big story. People are jumping in. We're not looking at this like, oh, we're going to get a budget. No, this no, isn't no, no, the case. No. But, but we if you like what we're doing. Go ahead. Click it, like it, subscribe. This yeah. is a sad story to talk about. Right. Braun Strowman to me again, and I said this earlier on, he is the one that makes, you know, the least amount of sense mm -hmm. from a standpoint of this was a, this was a homegrown guy. This is a guy that they brought in, brought into the performance center, groomed him from just being this mountain of a man and turned him into the monster among men. The guy gets in the best shape of his life. Former world champion took Shane McMahon to the limits in a, in a steel cage match at WrestleMania literally was just fighting for the WWE championship. This is Vince's guy. He fits the WWE superstar mold to a T in Vince McMahon's eyes. He is the quintessential WWE employee, and now he's gone. Now, we do have a, an update uh, from, from FightfulSelect.com uh, that uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's another report from uh, Sean Rossap. So please, Go subscribe to their stuff, dude. They have great please, stuff. They are great. Sean Rossap all over this stuff for Fightful. Millennial Meltzer. Millennial Meltzer, Sean Rossap. <laughs> He is. Uh, he was all over this. He was teasing that this could have happened uh, a few days ago, and said today might be a busy day. And unfortunately, also classy move by him as well. I'll say this: um, classy move by him. He was aware of this story and didn't report on the names until those people knew about it. Until they knew about it. Yes. Uh, so I mean that that's respectful. That's respect, yes. man. Yes, it is. Uh, he didn't want to to jump on the story before uh, you know the people had been told about it. You never want to find out you lost your job from the news. Uh, but the, the the new report is that Braun Strowman's large contract uh, had a lot to do with it. Uh, he was making some some pretty big bank uh, based off of his renegotiations in 2019, according to this report. If you want to know, he signed a long deal too. He yeah, had a four year deal on that. If you want to know how much he was making, again, subscribe uh, to Fightful Select. I'm not going to give away the whole story. But again, it comes down to the budget cuts thing, man. It's budget cuts. It's budget cuts. It's budget cuts. They've cut how many talent now? This is six more people on top of the, the 15 or whatever it is that they yeah. cut uh, the, earlier this year, plus the 20 that they cut last year. That's a lot of talent that hit the open market from WWE within the last 16 months. Mm -hmm. All trimming down. Getting into the black as much as possible. They they've had their most profitable year ever, and yet they're trimming. They're trimming. This this is like the radio business, man. You and I know this. Do less or do more with less. Do more with less. And now we're getting ready to go on the road. You know what screams? Let's get people excited about us going back on the road. Let's fire half of our roster. That gets me pumped up to go back out on the road and watch WWE. What do you do with Big E now? Biggie was set to have this big program with Aleister Black. We were all excited about it. It was fresh. It was new. You just brought Aleister Black back to TV, and now Aleister Black's gone. What do we do with Biggie now? Are we going to watch him wrestle Apollo Crews 25 more times over the summer? I was ready to see something new. I was ready to see Aleister Black back on my TV screen. There's no reason that he should be gone right now, and yet he is.
Alistair Black, Braun Strowman, if you don't see something in those two guys is that you can use them, what are you even doing anymore? Are you even trying anymore? In the middle of this sad story, I want to highlight Anton Antoine Spellman's <laughs> comment here. Uh, God bless you, Antoine. What a, what a wonderful smart ass here. This is a sad, depressing story to cover, right? And uh, he goes, watch. The next is Shane McMahon. <laughs> so uh, give it up for Braun and Shane. They had a hell of a match at WrestleMania. I think they that was a really underrated match. They too. did. It was a terrible build, and they did the best of what they could with it. But and the match itself was awesome. The match was great. The pay-per-views yeah. have been great for WWE. It's been the build to the pay-per-views that have been. And, uh, you know, this news is starting to settle in. We've been on live here for about a half an hour. And, you know, some people are starting to jump in and see this. Um, you know, also, this wasn't released in the middle of the day. So some people time difference, especially people on the West Coast are getting this pretty early in the morning for them, too. Uh, so we get it. We get it. We're keeping track Have of a it. Snake bite with your coffee, uh, West Coast. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's 930 and you're waking up to this crap. <sighs> yeah. Um, uh, Labib saying uh, very upset. Braun and Alistair are my favorites. You know, because you're gonna have people like this too that like you watch WWE or like you you follow even Marvel or DC. I think is a similar type thing. And I don't like Batman. I don't like Superman. I don't like the top guys. I don't like uh, Bobby or Drew or, or yeah. I don't like Charlotte. But hey, I love these guys. These are my favorites. So I think you know just for the the inner mark and everyone, there's some favorites here uh, that that are gonna be on the they're gonna get let go and people are gonna be upset about it, man. I mean, it's gonna be man, a bummer. It, I mean, I, again, for me in that case, I'm going back to the Riot Squad. Uh, Liv Morgan still with the company. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood that that she keeps her job. Knock on wood that everybody else keeps their damn job. Let's like, Michael Michael Campos. Let's you, have, you have you have Michael Campos saying this here. Uh, Michael's texting and saying Keith Lee is good as gone. Calling it. Here's the thing. Don't wish that on anyone. What's why? Why? Why are we? Why are we wishing? This isn't sports, by the way. These are entertainers that are athletic. So it's different. You know, it's like it's like. Why wish that on somebody? You know, like why we're rushing to this? Uh, Sasha is the next to go. Come on, why are we getting to this? This is unnecessary. Uh, Keith, yeah. Lee, Keith, Keith Lee is the is another one that uh, you know we haven't seen him in a while. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes with Keith Lee. Uh, all I'm going to say is I wish Keith Lee all the best in in getting back because obviously something big is going on that's keeping him away, and it's none of our damn business what that is. Mm-hmm. But I hope everything uh, turns out uh, well in the process, and uh, we can uh, we can see him back on TV sooner rather than later. And the but concern, again, and the the concern is going to be: are more names going to get released? And yes, you know? that's the thing. There's it's floating out there. I mean, remember back to April fifteenth. I mean, this was over the course of an afternoon. They kind of dripped out in phases. It was like that initial release of Billy Kay was like the big one. Billy Kay, Mickey James, and like Chelsea Green, and a few others were like, tossed out there, and then more and more came throughout the day, and mm-hmm. then. Joe dropped and everybody lost their damn minds and rightfully so by the way mm-hmm. uh, so this one man this one hit you right up front with Strowman and Alistair Black uh, and you know Ruby Riot Lana is another one that again that one I think if I'm if I'm most sad for anybody in this it's it's Lana because of the work that she has put in to get better uh, throughout mm-hmm. the course of her WWE career and again according like rightful select Again, reporting Braun Strowman's contract had a lot to do with his release. I would guess that would be the same for Lana as well, because she did sign reportedly a big lucrative deal just last year as well. Yeah, and they wanted to keep her. So um, surprising. So let's get into this. We're 30 minutes in. We alluded to this a little bit ago. We had a bit of a tech hiccup because I I can tell you a lot of people are watching us, probably watching us for the first time and, and, and hearing all this news and stuff like that. And 
I'm not excited about having a big audience. This isn't like we're coming off a big pay-per-view or something like that. Um, the, the going conspiracy theory, and it is a conspiracy theory. I would, I would put it more in that than just speculation is that, is this a sign of WWE making major cuts, cutting major talent, uh, that maybe is in a lull, you know, you know, we were hearing, uh, you know, Raw may have some type of injury issue or something like that coming off. Uh, had a great match too, Pat backlash, you know? Uh, and so they were going to maybe, you know, put them on the shelf. So let's cut people that we're not using right now, right now, save some money before a deal. So a lot of people are saying, is this a sign that the biggest pro wrestling company in the world that has the biggest tape library in the world that has three separate current active billion dollar media deals with two of the biggest media conglomerates in the, in the world. Uh, they own their own, they own their own content. Uh, I want to step out of the wrestling bubble. Cause I know a lot of people are wrestling fans here, Rick, you and I have jobs as we mentioned in radio yeah. and a big thing uh, that major media companies have been doing now is storing up either on demand content through streaming, right? Through properties they have or producing a lot of content. This creates churn. And so when you have churn, that means you have to make cuts to make the, the balance of the revenue into the profit margin wider. Another thing that's worth noting is WWE is a publicly traded company. And the more cuts and the tighter budget they can run, a wider profit margin, a bigger dividend, you know, th those major uh, money, money financiers that have a stake in the company, they look at that and they get happier about it, you know? Uh, and it's worth, it's, you got to look at these things objectively. I'm not saying that I like this move. I, I see it. Um, does this all indicate a WWE potential, the putting themselves in the market or at least looking at the idea of doing it? Uh, an interesting thing is a lot of people would speculate that Vince McMahon, who's poured so much into this, has become the Walt Disney, the, the Steven Spielberg of of, of sports entertainment, sport, uh, pro wrestling, brought the entire genre to a whole nother level. Billion dollar deals, you know? Uh, yeah. Huge, huge stuff. Created incredible success over decades and decades, generations, right? Is this the exit strategy? Is this WWE looking at a potential sale? I want everyone to understand in no way is sports key to telling you that WWE is for sale. This is pure speculation. And I want you to keep it within that time frame before you just run and say, this person's going to buy it and that person's going to get it. You know, we know this has come up in the past few years. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just uh, keeping an eye on uh, Twitter here just for, Oh, any we know me too. I'm, I'm whenever uh, you're talking, I'm looking over at the window as well. Look that a, a potential sale, whether it's to universal who already, you know, owns so much, uh, of WWE, they're the ones who just shelled out the two billion dollars uh, to to lease, basically rent uh, WWE's library and put it out on Peacock. Man, why lease when you can own the damn thing, right? You pretty much have everything mm -hmm. except SmackDown anyway that you're paying money for. Why not just go ahead and buy it? Um, it's the only thing that makes sense because unless if there's no end game here, if there's mm -hmm. no we're trying to make the company look as profitable as we can so we can make as much money on a sale. It's the only thing that makes sense. If, the, if you're not doing that, you're, you're just greedy. I mean, you can, it's greed either way because you're trying to make as much money on a sale and you're letting talented people walk. But I mean, that's a whole new level of greed if you're sitting here saying, well, we're getting ready to go back out on the road, which is actually going to cost us money because of travel and renting facilities and, and you know, Shoving people around and everything, it it takes a lot more money.
to put on a live show on the road than to do it out of the Thunderdome every week. That's just a fact. There's a reason why WWE made the most money that they've had over the course of the pandemic. It's because travel expenses haven't been there. Yeah. They've been able to produce a TV show from a studio, basically. A very mm-hmm. nice, very expensive studio, but still, they're not out on the road. They're getting ready to go with back up shift, the road. The shift, um, do you think this means shifting, all right? So some people are leaving the company. Spots are opening up. Does I don't this, know. Does this mean we see more shuffling within WWE? Meaning people I, that are there, the roles are going to change. Liv Morgan, she just lost her tag team partner. What's going on with her? You know, Lana, Naomi's still there. Just lost her tag team partner. So you just broke up two tag teams right there. Right? Uh, uh, Big E's going to need a new dance partner. What's going to happen with him? So so there is some forward things we can see and what's going to happen I, there. I, think- I see a bunch of people being plucked from NXT and going on to Raw and SmackDown. That, the that, that makes the most sense. And I, I will, I'll sit here and uh, I'll, I'll bring another sports analogy into this. I'm from Cincinnati. I'm a big Cincinnati Reds guy. Mm-hmm. All right. The Reds before the pandemic poured a lot of money into their baseball team to make them competitive for the 2020 season. And then the world ended and they, they only got a brief stint out of it. They lost reportedly, they lost a ton of money and they did everything that they could to slash as much money from the budget this offseason and then just filled those holes with with Ross with talented guys with upside from the minor leagues basically that's what I think you're going to see here is that is WWE is going to trim these guys who are costing 500,000 a million dollars whatever it is guys like Braun Strowman who are making fist loads of cash wheelbarrows full of cash you think they're going to bottom out the talent market basically I think you're going to see a lot of NXT call-ups or move-overs whatever you want to call them or you're going to see other big guys. I mean, this this to me opens up a spot for Damian Priest uh, on Raw to kind of fill in that 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 big man role. He's obviously not as big as Braun is, but he he's extremely talented. This could open up a bigger role for him. This could mean good things for for uh, 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 Naomi and for Liv Morgan as far as being singles competitors because now they can move back into the singles ranks, which were kind of. Uh, lacking a little bit with the creation of the women's tag team division. The women's tag team division is what's hurting right now. You have two teams. If you split up Shayna and Nia the way we believe that they are, according to the storylines, you have two teams, period. That's it in your women's tag team division on the main roster. Get ready for a lot of Dana and Mandy <clears throat> versus Natty and Tamina. That's I, I, I enjoy light heartedness in the middle of all this bad news. Declan for, uh, for Caro saying breaking news. WWE are releasing the ring they use and are now fighting in a blow-up pool. They've released the ring and they wish it well in its future endeavors. Hey, man. Now put them all in a bouncy castle. That'll get ratings right there. <laughs> Probably that'll, get put, as many that'll, that'll put butts in seats. That'll put get as many good seats. camera angles as the Punjabi prison match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christopher Ryan is with us all the time. Says, Even with WWE sold, we, we potentially, is this a move WWE, you know, trying to clear ranks and uh, have a, a bigger, wider profit margin. Uh, are, are we thinking WWE is done? Why is this a bad thing if they sold? Am I missing something? Maybe a good thing to get sold and not have McMahon in charge. Maybe need some new blood to keep, uh, but keep Triple H. He's doing great. Uh, well, here's the thing. Whether anyone likes this, Rick, you know the stance I take on these things. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, I, I have a pretty good, tra- I, I, I would say I have a winning track record with this get rid of Vince McMahon debate, which is, by the way, dumb. It's dumb. It's a dumb, dumb idea. Want to talk about a dumber idea than some things you've seen on television? Uh, here's why WWE makes billion-dollar deals. 
is because they have a guy that people that don't watch wrestling trust, and his name is Vince McMahon. Not Mr. McMahon, Vince McMahon. The guy who gave you Stone Cold and The Rock and The Undertaker, the guy who created Money at Raw and SmackDown and WrestleMania and all these things. He didn't not create those things for the sake of your narrative. He comes with all of that. All right. He owns the chessboard the game is played on. Okay. There, there and, is a reason, not to, not to cut you off, there is a reason why for 20 years WWE was the only game in town. Yeah. Was the only game with a major TV deal that was on and basically controlled the global market, had the, the best of the best, and was was it man they're the re they killed wcw they beat them they bought them and then they were it there's a reason nobody else was able to get up to their level until tony khan showed up all right because it takes it takes a certain kind of person to run a business mm -hmm. and to run a company and to run a wrestling promotion that way to get to that level of success all right vince mcmahon is a damn genius when it comes to business deals which is why wwe is where it is right now and at the end of the day, it is a business and it sucks. And you can hate him for that. But this is different. This right now feels different than anything else that they've ever done, which means that potentially a sale is is, is in play here. I, I Again, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. It's the only thing that makes sense to me. All right. Um, we've been on here live with you. I hope we didn't have too much of a tech issue. Some people told me that there was a period where we were on Facebook and then maybe we were. And then some people figured it out. Thank you to Jose G off camera for helping us out with this as well. Um, and I, I just appreciate everyone, everyone's patience, you know, uh, everyone's, you know, rushing the conclusion. Oh, Bray Wyatt's going to be next. They screwed his character up so bad. Uh, no, 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 no. He's not going anywhere, guys. I think he'll be okay in this regard. I hate that debate too. Uh, so let's get into this because we're talking about all these big, massive moves. This was the big wrestling story. While I have you here, Rick, we're basically doing an inside cradle. As we I know. <laughs> Rick, Rick was going to have this week's inside cradle off. Like I said, um, man, I'm, I'm pulling the Dante Hicks here. I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> so it's worth noting here. We, we covered this story and it got going uh, throughout the week and it started on Friday. Uh, Wrestling Observer reported last Thursday that WWE, specifically their new president, who's now been promoted to the board of directors. That means he's at the tippy top. He's not just the right-hand man of, of WWE, of Vince McMahon. He is now on the board making big, massive decisions about things. Uh, was uh, promoting the idea and uh, actively talking to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And New Japan Pro Wrestling does have a, a obviously presented on-screen agreement with All Elite Wrestling yeah. and has for the past few months. These discussions uh, reportedly started at some point in April and March. Uh, these also connect the dots with WWE reporting looking at the idea of not just being seen as a company that can't play with others. Uh, and they were reportedly looking at the idea of doing uh, a talent exchange with MLW, uh, led by Court Bauer, former WWE writer. And that promotion has a, a broadcast outlet now with Vice TV. Uh, and they would send some talent from NXT that they can't use on NXT television there. That was a big sign. Now, Let's go to the number two, number three company in the world, depending on what week we're talking here, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan suffering some real issues here. 
had some big setbacks, had to cancel Tokyo Dome shows. They put up a big money fee for that. They have a completely different media uh, distribution. They have their own streaming service, but they're not on TV every week. They go on TV for a few weeks, then they're off for a month, and they come back. Seasonal. It's a very different culture in Japan. And Japan reeling as well from the pandemic with vaccination rates that are not nearly anywhere near close to what they are in the United States. So is this another sign that lines up? Are these releases in line with that? Could that New Japan deal be bigger than we think it actually is? Is it even happening? Uh, You follow up on Friday. Things move fast. Tony Khan fires off a 90-second salacious promo uh, that many people thought was in character. Uh, where he uh, says that he's the only con in wrestling, and he's not the con man from Connecticut, referencing uh, Nick Con, different name, yeah. different spelling. I know people make that confusion. Uh, and uh, that he's done more for New Japan Pro Wrestling, and, and he reeled off all the different things he had done to present their characters on television, which they do. Uh, and so what's going on here? What is WWE doing? WWE wants to be the exclusive American partner, reportedly, of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Could this happen? A lot of people think it's a bad idea. Then you have today's news. Does this connect? I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I, I think I think people are just going to be grasping at, at any kind of straw to try to make sure. this make sense. Um, I mean, if you think that they need, you know, if you're going to try to bring in these these new Japan stars, or you're going to try to bring on, um, you know, what, what was the other one? MLW. Uh, you try to bring those those guys on on the air. You're going to need to open up slots. And I get that people would try to connect those dots, but man, I just don't see that new Japan deal coming together at all i i, I just don't um uh, unless daniel it depends on how much pull daniel bryan has because he's the one that's reportedly trying to to get that that in the works because he wants to work with some other people out there um so i, I don't know i think people are just going to continue to try and connect the dots on this and maybe and maybe there are no dots to connect maybe it's just as simple as wwe wants to trim the budget down and they're letting go of some big contracts and you know big budgets start coming back all right let's bring some people back in here you know um <laughs> That's very a very real possibility. There are a number it's, of people it's not it's not without back. reason, you know. Any of the superstars who are still free agents after you know WWE let them go over the last sixteen months, who's to say they don't bring them back eventually? There were reports that Zelina Vega was going to be uh, coming back here soon, and she had filmed I, something. She had filmed something for a comeback of some kind. Uh, Sean Rossap. Somebody asked Sean Rossap uh, from Fightful.com about this uh, a, a little bit ago. He said on Twitter that, as far as he knows, nothing has been put pen to paper uh, with Zelina Vega. So I wonder how today's news with her husband of Aleister Black, uh, Tommy End, uh, getting let go today uh, is going to hinder those discussions if they were, in fact, still ongoing. Wow. There's so much to cover, so much to see, so much to swallow here. Uh, there is... Yeah. At the end of the day, you, you can only say so much like, yeah, you know, I'm not trying to spin it, it either. Sucks. You it know, sucks. today's I'm not trying to spin it. Today sucks. The last month and a half sucks. Everybody got let go last year sucks. But at the end of the day, there are going to be openings for some of these people. There, there's going to, there's going to be life after WWE for some of these people. And I personally can't wait to see uh, what they do. You know, Liv Morgan tweeted out whoever, uh, Whoever gets the uh, benefit of, of having Ruby Riot on their roster it ha- has an absolute superstar. And they do. Uh, Ruby Riot is somebody who WWE, again, much like a lot of people on this list, never used correctly, or at least in the eyes of many of the fans and many of the talent backstage, never used correctly. And again, I think the big thing here is today sucks. We wish everybody all the best who has been let go, and we can't wait to see what they do next. 
Yeah, and I think a lot of these people will be active in the in the world of wrestling. Uh, I'll do the I'll do the functional promotion of all the different stuff we do. Uh, you, you can you can follow us on YouTube. You can follow us here on Facebook. I know a lot of people are catching us on both for the first time uh, on Facebook. Uh, a lot of people say, "How do I subscribe to you guys on Facebook if I already like you?" Turn your notifications on. If you turn your notifications on, uh, just like you would on on YouTube, you'll know exactly when we go live and we have new stuff. Uh, also, we respond to your comments whether you're watching live or on demand. We will go into the comments and continue the conversation with you there directly. Engagement is important to us, not just fruitless ones. We really, really care about you. There are some people that watch all of our stuff. I see your names. Some people watching this for the first time in a big story like this. I completely get it. Uh, on YouTube, go ahead and check us out. We have had a huge growth on YouTube. We're very, very thankful of that. Uh, we just dropped an interview last night called Unscripted, where fans got to ask interviews of another former WWE superstar, uh, formerly known as Sin Cara. That is up now. Uh, Vince Russo talking about Monday Night Raw and his social media interaction with Eva Marie that's been going on during Monday Night Raw, which was wild, right? Uh, and then we have Inside Cradle, where we go in-depth with big, wide-ranging stories. We, we call it the broadest brush and the and the, the toolkit of sports kita wrestling. And that is with me and that gentleman, Mr. Rick Uccino, every Thursday. Uh, also, Friday, we have Dutch Mantel. For, yeah. you know over 35 plus years booking wrestling working with the biggest names a hall of famer in every regard uh breaking down smackdown i believe you guys will have an interesting conversation this week as well uh well, so uh, sid you're uh, off but you're off I'm this off. week i'm so, off to we'll have sid like yeah, i said we'll i'm not even supposed to be here right now but for the love of the game man i came in here and this this was something that you know i i felt like i had to do i had to jump in here on this because this is it's this is something that sucks, but something that needs to be talked about. And again, shouted from the hills, but just how utterly ridiculous and unnecessary a lot of this is. I mean, again, bottom line for me here, and I know it's all about WWE's bottom line is, but you just made more money than you ever had in the history of your company last year, and you have now released 30-plus names, 40-plus names, just on-screen talent in the last... 14, 15, 16 months. It's unnecessary. And also, you know, everyone say we get to get Kevin texting, you, oh, you know, Braun Strowman's going to go to AEW. Guys, I don't think AEW is in a position to hire all these people. I don't. I mean, they have a new TV show on Fridays, right? But they already have a wealth of guys that they've invested time in. And I mean, right. I include we, the gals in that too. And we've heard, Ruby, Cody. I would say Ruby, Ruby Riot's in a good position to jump over there if she wants to go. Over yes. There. Buddy yes. Murphy is a Braun Strowman. I don't know where you would put a guy like that in that roster right now, you I know, mean, and that, that's not to say he can't go there. Step you know? in and I mean, he's got connections with Mark Henry. Uh, I mean, this, sure. is, this is somebody that I think Mark Henry helped bring into WWE. So that everybody's kind of trying to connect again. It's all about connecting dots. It's way too premature. I would not be surprised if Braun Strowman ended up back in WWE. This is a guy who owes his entire career to that company. But this is also a guy who knows his worth and negotiated that big contract. So again, at the end of the day, it's money that 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 talks. But let's not act like AEW is the only company out there. We've seen so many talent end up in uh, in Impact, which is making a big comeback. Uh, New Japan is not going to be in the position that they are in right now forever. Yeah. There are going to be opportunities. Who knows what the wrestling landscape is going to look like uh, 90 days from now when I all think of these, plenty of these people are, are going to show up in Lucha promotions, AAA or CML earn a good position for these people to go and make some real money or go and do at least a handful of hits, you know, uh, and do, and do some big, big things here. Europe isn't going to open up anytime soon. So there's, there's a slowdown there as well. Um, but also look up for your local independence. Some of these people are going to be doing some, some hits here guys this summer for sure. Absolutely. 
But uh, uh, thank you guys for the time. We appreciate it. You can follow us on all the different social media apps uh, on Instagram, on on Twitter, on all of them. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and download the Sports Kita app. It is available on Google Play. And in the Apple Store, uh, you can get also our wrestling-specific app if you want to get that as well. Uh, as if that wasn't enough content, we have a podcast available now on all your major podcast platforms. Just search Sports Kita Wrestling. Remember, when watching wrestling, even on dark days like this, you still get to cheer for the good guys and boo the bad guys and uh, support your local favorite wrestler, especially today. Because remember, when watching wrestling, even on a day like this, You have to enjoy wrestling.